Good morning on this Friday morning, and welcome to our devotionals, Golden Nugget, Food for Thought and for the Imagination. If you joined us yesterday, we were talking about overcoming, the word overcomer, overcome. The word uh, victory comes from the word nikeo, Nike, uh, in the Greek, which means to be uh, victorious, to literally overcome something, simply means that you have subdued it, you have conquered it, you have prevailed over it, you've gotten the victory. So the scripture says that we have been made more than conquerors through Christ Jesus. This is because of his death, burial, and resurrection. The cross being the pivotal point where the door opened up for us and the door to Satan was closed because because we have believed on the name of the Son of God, we have believed on Jesus as the Messiah and the Son of the living God, and therefore certain things were released in the realm of the Spirit for us. We were given His name to use as authority, we're given His authority, and we are given through the Holy Spirit the power to bring down, to squash literally all the power of the enemy, we are given the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God, the Holy Spirit. So these things were given to us to provide us the ability to be victors in and all circumstances, trials, and, circum and situations that come to our lives. Now, it may not seem like it at the beginning, but He has purposed for us to have victory 100% of the time. That does not always happen, but he has made preparation for it for us. Now, when we read in the book of Revelation, starting in chapter 2 to chapter 3, there are seven churches that are mentioned very specifically. Each one is identified as to what is the issue, what are the works, what are the conditions of the church, what they need to do to either repent or to get the thing resolved, and then the promise and the reward of he that hears with his ears, his spiritual ears, and what Jesus himself has promised personally to each individual that overcomes or overcometh. It says in Revelation 2.7, He that has an ear to hear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. So the Holy Spirit is talking to you, to I, to the churches as a whole, and yet to us as individuals. To him that overcometh, to him that overcometh, to him that overcometh, that means this is a reward, but you have to be an overcomer. Will I give to eat of the tree of life, which is in the midst of the paradise of God? So that's one. Here's two. Revelations 2.11. He that has an ear to hear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. Once again, what is the Holy Spirit saying? He that overcometh shall not be hurt by the second death. Revelations 2.17. Once again, we have the overcoming believer, the individual. And the scripture says, He that has an ear, let him hear. What the Spirit says unto the churches. Once again, this is the third time that the Spirit is speaking unto the churches. And it says, Will I give to eat of the hidden manna 
and will give him a white stone and in the stone a new name written, which no man knoweth, save he that receives it. Then in Revelation 2.26, And he that overcometh and keepeth. Now on this one, this section is added that is not added to the other ones. Uh, so then that means that, that this, this blessing uh, requires two things. It says, He that overcometh and keepeth my works unto the end. That means you're going to endure and you're going to be able to or you're supposed to make it all the way to the end. And to him will I give power over the nations. The word power is the word exousia, which means authority. I will give him to have authority over the, not a nation, but the nations. In Revelation 3, 5, it says, He that overcometh, the same shall be clothed in white remnant, and I will not blot out his name. Very different than the promise that I will write a new name. I will not blot out his name out of the book of life, but I will confess his name before my father and before his angels. Jesus is the giver of all these gifts, and we are to hear on a daily and regular basis what is that the Spirit is saying unto us, unto the churches, Unto the church age, the individuals that live during that time period, and be able to, whatever it is that needs to be overcome during that age, to overcome it. Those that live in the age when the rapture, when the coming of the Lord is going to take place, they have been given the most wisdom, the most knowledge, the most understanding, the most gifts, the most power. They, they will be the ones that are held accountable for the most that has been given. For to whom much, much, much is given, much is going to be required. And to the measure that we hear the Spirit of God is going to be the measure that is going to be dealt back to us. So all of these promises that are made to the overcomer are in relation and connection to what the Spirit is saying today, right now, in the life of an individual and the churches. He that overcometh shall be clothed in white remnant. I will not blot out his name out of the book of life, but I will confess his name before my Father and before his angels. In verse 12, Revelations 3.12, And he that overcometh will I make a pillar in the temple of my God, and he shall go out no more, and I will write upon him the name of my God, and the name of the city of my God, which is New Jerusalem, which cometh down out of heaven from my God, and I will write it upon and I will write upon him my new name. Now this is Jesus. He is the one that is actually giving every one of these promises as we hear the Spirit of God speak to our hearts and to our lives, we are to be in tuned on a daily basis with what is going on. How can we be raptured up if we're not even listening to the voice of the bridegroom calling, come up, come up? Then it says in Revelation 3.21, To him that overcometh, I will grant to sit with me, 
in my throne, even as I also overcame. Notice, it says Jesus overcame. What did he overcome? He wasn't a sinner. Yes, but the devil tempted him. He overcame Satan. He overcame the world, everything that the world had to throw at him. And in every temptation, he overcame even the flesh. He did not yield to it and sin. And it says, and I am sat down with my father in his throne. So in every one of these uh, seven churches that are given the ability to receive the promise to overcome, that is going to be granted to them. Seven promises that are made specifically to each age and to each group of individuals if they overcome. Now there's more to the story, but this is basically what I want to cover today. As far as having an ear to hear, let them hear what the Spirit says to the churches. You have to learn to tune your ears. You have to learn to meditate on the Word of God till it becomes real and alive deep down in you. And you don't have to, with your reasoning capabilities, try to think up of an answer or come up with a solution. But the Word of God arises from within and gives knowledge and wisdom and understanding to our mind as to how to respond to a, a thing or a circumstance or whatever. And as these things happen, the, the, the process of meditating on, on God's Word, the process of being obedient to the Spirit of God instantly, the process of being a doer of the, God, of the Word of God instantly, are all part of this requirement of hearing. When we hear, it means we're not only going to hear the message that He has for us, but we're going to obey that message. And in obeying that message, we are going to do that message. But we have to be an instant hearer. That means that we don't say, well, I'll do it later. No. God is the God of the now. Faith is now. Everything with God is now. It's not tomorrow. It's not wait till tomorrow, but it is now. When he speaks, he speaks because he wants something accomplished now. Even if he says, I want you to wait till tomorrow, but I want you to start right now. So in all of these things, we have to understand that in order to conquer, to be victorious, to be an overcomer, to subdue, to be able to prevail in all of these things, it requires us to hear what is he saying. Obey instantly what he is saying. That gut feeling, that's the only way I can identify it, that sometimes one gets down deep in their belly. But you learn to tune into it and identify that voice. And then you begin as time passes, as you meditate on the word of God, you begin to discern what it is that he is softly speaking. It's that small, still voice. And it's that small, still voice that those that are the sons of God are led by the Spirit of God. He leads us. He guides us. He teaches us. He brings us to an understanding. He shows us of things to yet come. He reveals truth unto us. But it requires the ability to be able to hear to hear the person. You're not looking for Casper the friendly ghost out there somewhere. 
but you are listening to the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit of God. And what he has to say is always of the utmost importance that requires our utmost undivided attention and obedience. When that begins to take place, and you put the Word of God first in your life, and you meditate on it till it just goes over and over and over and over and over and over down deep in you, God gives you understanding. He begins to take away the veil, and we begin to see what it is that is the good, the acceptable, and perfect will of God for our lives concerning the matter, concerning the issue at hand. Sometimes it may take a little longer, waiting on Him to get the clarity of the message. But if we, in tune with Him, and we continue the frequency and the intensity of obeying and relaying the Word of God through meditation down into our heart, then what we have put first in the same measure comes back to us because we have sown to the Spirit and not to the flesh. And whatever is sown to the Spirit, of the Spirit we're going to reap spiritual life. Well, consider this food for thought for today. Let it go down deep into your heart. Think about it. Let it go over and over, not only in your mind, but down deep in you. Think about these things frequently. As you hear God speak, do not neglect. Do not be disobedient, but obey His voice instantly. It will always match up with the written word of God, never contrary. Well, until then, keep looking up. Our redemption draweth near. The Lord richly and fully bless you until we meet again on Saturday. In Jesus' name, amen.